Hi guys, welcome to another episode of The Whiskey Consultant. Today we're going to be doing something fun. We're going to be talking about my four favorite bottles for under 30 bucks. It doesn't always have to be pricey to be good. So if you're ready to learn, get those whiskey glasses out because class is now in session. Hi guys, welcome to The Whiskey Consultant. I'm your host, Susie Lee, and I'm recording this from the beautiful Mile High City of Denver. Hope everybody had a great week and a great weekend. I know I did. So going into this, I had a few requirements, and one was that it had to be readily available for you guys, easy to find, you could find it everywhere, and that it had to be one that I enjoyed over the years and keep on my bar and recommend, and that it also had to be a great value. So I kind of topped it off at 30 bucks. But what does value mean? Well, it just means for me something that goes above and beyond what you expect. You get a bottle of Bourbon Home, maybe it's 20 bucks, maybe it's 25. You're not expecting a whole lot out of it. You're expecting it to taste like caramel, vanilla, oak, but you're really not expecting that much more and it goes above and beyond what you expected. That's what I think a great value is. So I kind of topped it off at 30 bucks. I thought that would be a good price point for you guys. And I did some fun research on this one too because I kind of went and watched four or five different of my bourbon reviewers that I really like to watch uh, very often. And I made a comparison note. So I wrote down all the ones I wanted to do and then I kind of compared it with what they were saying. And so it was really kind of funny because two bottles really hit every one of them and they all came out with these two bottles and one I was really shocked about one I really wasn't but then after that it kind of derailed and people went in different directions and they went some places that maybe I wouldn't go and then they had some honorable mentions that I don't even think should have made their list. Like one guy had a Heaven and Hill six year you can only find in Kentucky. Give me a break. And then one guy recommended the Fighting Cock, which, yeah, it's a good price. But really, I mean, it's overpriced if you want to drink shoe polish. It wasn't my favorite. So... With my list, I kind of narrowed it down. It was a little bit longer than this, and I went kind of back and forth. But the first two that I'm going to talk about is ones there again that we all really agreed upon, which was kind of interesting. And especially the first one, we all agreed on it. It came out either at the top of their list or a second best at their list. And this one was at the top of my list. And it's Evan Williams Bottled in Bond. Evan Williams Bottled in Bond is a great, great bottle of bourbon. It hits every point you want bourbon to hit. And guess the price point, guys. It comes in at like 15 bucks MSRP. I've seen it for cheaper. I've seen it for more. But I've never seen it for more than 20 You can find it anywhere. You can find it in the middle of New Mexico. And that's a true story. You can get it anywhere everywhere and it's one of those ones if you were to put it in a decanter and give a glass to your whiskey loving buddy and you didn't tell him what it was and you wanted to have a joke on him and he thought it was one of your higher end bourbons you could definitely play that card so this one is a great one it comes in with a nice mash bill of 78% corn, 12% barley, and 10% rye. It's a nice pinch hitter. It's old, reliable. I have it in my cabinet all the time. This is what I cook with and make like 
you know, savory dishes with as well. And this is one that I keep as my well bourbon. And I know a lot of people who do. This is a great complex bourbon with a lot of honey roasted peanuts up front. Some of that rye spice in the middle, a little cinnamon, nutmeg, clove come to play. And then this really fun cherry thing happens. And I'm not talking Benadryl cherry or, you know, Flintstone vitamins cherry. I'm talking about a really nice subtle cherry flavor. This would be great for an old-fashioned because of that cherry and the sweetness. I think it would play well with some other fruit. And you can might even skip the sugar cube, which might be a sin. But I think it's really sweet enough to stand on its own. This is a great one to start you guys out with because it's not too much of anything. And remember, it's a bottled and bond. Remember, four years, 100 proof, federally regulated warehouse, right? So this one punches well above its weight. And like I said, if you were to put this out in a party and let people do what they wanted with it, everybody would be happy. So Evan Williams Bottled and Bond, first one out of the gate, knocked it out of the park, was really surprised by that, by the way. And then the second one was that was no surprise and that I knew was going to be on everybody's list, especially the bourbon reviewers I watch, is Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace is just a good bourbon. It's just darn good. So Buffalo Trace hits all the good points about bourbon, like Evan Williams. It comes out with a lot of great sweetness, some spice, some fruit flavors, and it's really a great age statement. It comes out at seven to nine years, a little broad maybe, but I think it's closer to the seven-year range than the nine-year range. The mash bill on it is uh, much like Evan Williams there again. It comes out with 75% corn, 12% barley, 10% rye. It's got a beautiful golden brown amber color to it. Think pennies almost. And it pays homage really, Buffalo Trace, to the American spirit and the way bourbon used to be made. So if you don't know, Buffalo Trace got its name because in the pioneering days, people would follow the trails from buffalo herds. And in one account, they followed it all the way to the Kentucky River, where a lot of distilleries and a lot of people wound up making their whiskey. So it's really an homage to the American spirit and the pioneer spirit as well. Buffalo Trace, we talked about Colonel E. H. Taylor kind of being the founder of it, along with George Stagg and Albert Blanton. And we're going to talk about those names at some point for sure but they kind of brought up Buffalo Trace as it's known today so it's owned by Sazerac and Buffalo Trace is one of those great gateway bourbons it's going to get you ready to try other Buffalo Trace products other Sazerac products other BTAC products and it's going to make you want to hunt for those hard to find bourbons for sure because you know how good Buffalo Trace is now if you've tried it and you want more of that and you know it's well worth the money so Buffalo Trace comes in at about 20 25 bucks MSRP. I've seen it go for as high as 35 Would I pay for that? Absolutely. It's one that I keep on my bar all the time and one I hope they will never run out of. So Buffalo Trace, like I said, kind of a nice all points on bourbon. A lot of caramel and toffee up front. In the middle, you get a little bit of that cinnamon and nutmeg. And then a vanilla and oak kind of flavor. That's why I think it's more seven year than nine year because the vanilla and the oak don't really come out until you kind of get towards the middle of it. And then in the end, there's this great like apple 
flavor that comes through. And so for me, it tastes a lot like mulled cider. And my favorite time of year to drink this is in the winter when maybe you're having a bonfire with some friends or you're sitting in front of the fireplace. It's a little chilly out and you want something to warm your heart. Buffalo Trace definitely is one of my go-tos. So Buffalo Trace won out for sure. It was a couple people's first pick. It was some people's second pick. The other one that didn't make anybody's list that made my third pick was 1792. And I was really surprised that it didn't make anybody's list. 1792 comes in around 25 bucks. I've seen it for a little bit more, but never over 30. And it's one that you can readily find. So I was really surprised that you that nobody really put it on their radar. Um, 1792 Foolproof has come out, and everybody's crazy about that. You might have heard about this label before, but 1792 used to be called Ridgemont Reserve. They got into a big court battle with Brown Foreman. Brown Foreman said, your bottle, your label, and everything about it looks like our Woodford Reserve. And so they went to court, and the judge in favor of Brown Foreman, and they had to change their label and their name, so they just named it 1792. It's uh, from Barton's Distillery. It's a great one for sure. There's no Mashable statement or no age statement. They say eight years in quotations. I don't know you know how accurate that is but it's 93 proof so it's gonna be a little bit um of a burn for you guys and maybe throw a piece of ice in there if you're having your first sip of this this is not something i recommend starting out this is one i recommend after you maybe had buffalo trace after you've had evan williams bald and bond and maybe old forester you kind of go into this one a little bit. So that's why it's kind of number three on my list. But it's a great value. It drinks well above the $25 price point. And it's one I always have on my bar. And like I said, I do recommend once you've been um, exposed to bourbon a little bit more. So Forrester was going to make my list, but I thought there again, it might be a little too much for a newcomer to bourbon. So I'm going to leave that off. It's a great price for sure. 20 to 25 bucks a bottle. There again, you can find it everywhere, anywhere. Um, but, you know, I really think you need some ice or water to start you out if you're not an experienced whiskey drinker. It's one that I love. It's one that sits in my cabinet right now, along with a couple other old Foresters that we won't talk about. But this is one that that you know I'm going to talk about anyway but it really it really doesn't make my list just because I'm worried that it might scare you guys off a little bit with the high ethanol in it so maybe try these three first and then tell me what you think and then go in for the old forester so it made my honorable mentions list along with David Nicholson 1843 now, David Nicholson, 1843, made my honorable mention list as well because I've only tried it this last year, but it's really good, and it's one that I plan on having around a lot, and it comes in at 20 bucks MSRP. It's a nice representative of a weeded bourbon. David Nicholson started making bourbon uh, in his grocery store in 1843. That's why they call it that. The label's kind of cool. The bottle's really cool, and the bourbon itself has this great, great caramel almost 
biscuit flavor to it because of the wheat. So think a cookie um, with a sweetness in it, and then it has a little lemon and mint that come to play. This would be great with a piece of ice in the summer, sitting out on your patio, grilling some chicken. Um, this is uh, going to be a hard one to find. That's another reason that it didn't make the list. And I didn't want to get your guys' hopes up and say, oh, well, now I really want to try it, but I can't find it. If you're more on the West Coast, you might have a little bit of issue finding it, and it might even be more than 30 bucks. You know, I live in Denver. It's a big city. I've been to a few places and haven't been able to find it. Um, and I've only seen a couple places, plus the place I bought it. But this one is going to be one that really is going to shock you for the price point. And if you had told me this was only a 20-buck bourbon, I wouldn't have believed you. So David Nicholson, 1843, is one that I recommend you at least search out for. Um, if you can't find it, I'm really sorry. That sucks. But I think it's a great representative of a weeded. Luxco puts it out. It's a nice representative for sure. So guys, that's kind of my reviews for today. I hope that kind of gets you started for your weekend and maybe you grab a couple of these bottles. I mean, they're cheap enough you can afford it. So grab a couple bottles. Tell me what you think of them. Send your comments and pictures over to my Facebook page at the Whiskey Consultant at Facebook.com. And if you have any questions about whiskey or anything else, please feel free to ask. I'm always available to answer. And as always, send your whiskey-loving buddies over to listen every Wednesday. Maybe they like to learn a little bit as well. And guys, I have my donate button page up, and it would be really awesome if you guys want to become a patron of the Whiskey Consultant. Send me a few bucks, and I'll sign you up. Still taking contributions of Eager Rare 17, by the way. Just kidding. And as always, guys, keep testing, keep trying, and keep exploring the world of whiskey. Cheers. <laughs>